0: Today is part 1 of a por- of a four-part series, happiness hormones, and we are discussing dopamine. So, I'm very excited about the series because it's going to be fun and helpful I think to get a clear overview of these four feel-good or happy hormones, dopamine, which is today, serotonin, oxytocin, and endorphins. So, we're we're diving right in. All right, so what is dopamine? Dopamine is a neurotransmitter in the brain known as the reward chemical, or maybe you've heard of it as the feel-good hormone or the pleasure chemical, and dopamine plays this critical role in so many functions in the body, motivation and your mood and attention and even memory. So in addition to being a neurotransmitter, dopamine also acts as a hormone. So it's released when you do something enjoyable or pleasurable or beneficial. And what's super cool is even the mere anticipation of a pleasurable experience can raise your dopamine levels. So what does dopamine do? Well, it reinforces feelings of pleasure by connecting sensations of pleasure to certain behaviors. So for example, when you feel good, that you have achieved something, it's because you have this surge of dopamine in the brain. And the interesting thing is, dopamine doesn't actually make you feel happy or good. It makes you instead. It makes you want to do that pleasurable thing again. So dopamine is really about wanting and reinforcing and motivation and reward, and it really. It's it plays this essential motivational role in the brain's reward system. It reinforces feelings of pleasure that you experience when you engage in these activities that are bring you joy and that you feel you get you gain reward from. So, it dopamine boosts your mood, motivation, attention, and helps regulate movement and learning and emotional responses. It gives you determination to accomplish goals and express your desires and needs. And it causes you to want and desire and seek out and search. Okay. So it really increases your level of arousal arousal or goal-oriented behavior. And it creates this reward-seeking loop, meaning you will repeat pleasurable behavior. And that so the pleasurable behavior could be like really awesome or it could be you know, not so awesome. So, you know, maybe that pleasurable behavior could be when you constantly check Instagram for your likes because you get that dopamine hit, or, you know, eating delicious food, or even indulging in too much delicious food, or having sex, or taking drugs. So when you get the thing that you've been craving, or you experience the thing that you know, you want that brings you pleasure, then your brain triggers another burst of dopamine, and that reinforces the actions. So, so interesting. So, okay. Now, you might be wondering, like, how, what about, so we understand the, the dopamine pleasure experience. We've all experienced that. So what about low dopamine levels? Like, what does it mean if you have a dopamine deficiency, how much you feel if you have a low dopamine level. So low dopamine levels are linked to It's actually several health conditions like depression, restless leg syndrome, schizophrenia, ADHD, and Parkinson's disease. A lack of dopamine might feel like being forgetful or feeling anxious or withdrawn or even emotionally numb. You might have stomach or digestive issues or or, or even coordination problems. So, with low levels of dopamine or dopamine deficiency, you could experience any number of symptoms, and I'm going to list off a bunch. Okay. So, this is tied to low levels of dopamine. You might feel unmotivated, low energy, tiredness or fatigue, low self esteem, inability to focus feeling like you're, you know, procrastination or procrastinating, you're moody, difficulty sleeping or have disturbed sleep, reduced sex drive or or you're uninterested in sex, sadness, depression, feeling hopeless or apathetic, persistent constipation, weight fluctuations, you might feel indifferent about the things that you used to enjoy, the activities that once brought you pleasure no longer bring you pleasure. So so many factors may be responsible for dopamine deficiency and a few of them are lack of sleep, obesity, drug abuse, too much saturated fat, high levels of stress. So if we think about dopamine and it's this neurotransmitter and this this reward chemical chemical this happiness hormone that can be a very it's 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 healthy and it could be very positive um, but we want it we want we want our dopamine levels to be in balance we want everything in our body to be homeostasis in balance so we think about you know boosting dopamine how could we do that naturally getting good consistent sleep listening to music that you enjoy eating a diet of healthy, wholesome wholesome foods, exercising regularly, meditating, performing acts of kindness. So your brain releases dopamine when you do something nice for other people. You can increase dopamine when you do something creative. I mean, I've talked about this a lot, I feel, on the podcast, just exploring creativity recently, also on, um, uh, what episode, the um, nine um, components to wellness, but it could be trying a new recipe or playing a game or, you know, playing music or writing or doodling or whatever. Uh, Also, maintaining dopamine naturally, it is completing a task, Eating foods rich in tyrosine, which I will talk about that in a minute. Celebrating little wins or small victories. Engaging in self-care activities. When you are engaging in stress relief tools, like I mentioned meditation, also visualization, intentional breathing exercises. And also, you know, when you are enjoying and feeling gratitude for those small moments, this is so important because it's about living mindfully. So when you do something that you enjoy, you engage in something that you enjoy it can be super small, like, you know, smelling flowers or just acknowledging, You know, beauty in the world, nature, or you know, listening to your favorite song—something really just a small moment—and you're aware of how of how that is bringing you joy, and you're really mindful about it and purposeful. Then you're going to continue to seek out these moments, and this reinforces and boosts your dopamine. So, okay, back to food. So in terms of food, you might be wondering what specific foods are recommended to support balanced dopamine levels. Okay, so technically, all eating gives you a little burst of dopamine. But specifically, dopamine, dopamine is made from tyrosine, which is an amino acid. And getting tyrosine from food can help support dopamine levels in the brain. So foods rich in tyrosine are animal protein. So think, you know, poultry like chicken or turkey, lamb, beef, eggs, dairy products like milk, cheese, and yogurt, fish rich in omega-3 fatty acids like salmon, herring, sardines, mackerel. Yum. I love those fatty fish. Um, Avocados, bananas, pumpkin seeds, and sesame seeds. And I am a huge proponent of of starting off your day with a hearty, savory breakfast and really being mindful to get this balance of those three macronutrients. I've talked about this before, protein, carbohydrates, and fats. So many of us skip the protein at breakfast and we just go straight for carbs, but we need protein. So eating a protein-rich breakfast, you know, it could be eggs and or meats with you know, healthy fats and then carbs from veggies really helps you keep, really helps do so many amazing things in your body, but it helps keep you satiated while increasing your dopamine. And just in terms of food, you know, as with everything, (laughs) we want to avoid processed foods. We want to avoid... High, uh, really high fats and high sugar foods. So, if you're regularly eating high fat fried foods and sugary foods, this can damage your dopamine pathways. It could lead to overeating because you're continually, you basically are continually pursuing the dopamine burst that you get from eating. Okay. So, basically, dopamine drives your brain's reward chemical. And it's released when you're doing something pleasurable. And it's released after your brain achieves a goal, no matter how small. So I want you to go back and listen to Celebrating All the Wins, episode 26. I think when we validate ourselves and acknowledge our progress, it Is so helpful on so many levels. And, you know, and when we think about this neurotransmitter, this, this, you know, reward, happy, chemical, dopamine, and how it is related to pleasure, and it is related to motivation, it is related to goals. When we think about, you know, setting goals, when you are setting small goals, goals, which I talk about often. When you set small goals that are doable and achievable, when you're achieving small goals on a regular basis, the neural pathways in your brain continue to strengthen. And then the more regularly you achieve goals, then that dopamine hit will be stronger and stronger. So the key to this is to set small, doable, achievable goals that you will achieve every day. Now, that could be anything. I mean, that could be setting a goal to start off your morning, you know, with warm lemon water. That could be doing... Five minutes of journaling at night. That could whatever that is. If you set a goal and then you, and it's small and doable and manageable, and you know that you're going to follow through. The more regularly, like I said, the more regularly you, you set those small goals and you achieve them, the dopamine hit will be stronger. So, and the key is to do this every single day. So when you regularly achieve these goals. Then you're just going to strengthen those <laughs> those hits of dopamine, and I love 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 helping you and helping my 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 one on one clients set small doable achievable goals. There are so many positive benefits to this. I preach progress over perfection all the time. Small, you know, baby steps. All of this, you know, it's like we have we have these ideas that we have to do something massive and huge. And, and that can be exciting and wonderful. But so often in my personal and professional experience, when we do that, we set ourselves up for failure. I talk about this all the time. So it's about setting those doable baby steps and then following through, getting that dopamine hit, feeling damn good about yourself. And that really helps you naturally authentically change behavior because you're slowly just getting used to what you're doing, and and not putting these maybe unrealistic goals or expectation on yourself. And and so when you're consistently taking you know progress or direction, these small steps, you're getting closer to your bigger life goal, whatever that is. So remember, when dopamine is released, you receive feelings of well being. Okay. And that is a reinforcer, and it motivates you to seek out activities and things that you enjoy and bring you pleasure. And that is so fun. That is so fun, and we need more fun in our lives. So, there you have it. Dopamine, uh, happiness, hormones, part one. Thank you so much for joining me today and tuning in. And... Next week, we're going to be talking about, it's going to be part two of the Happiness Hormone Series. We're going to be discussing serotonin. So until then, until next week, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat, and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide.